0: After starting over again in June 2013, I was just like, I don't care if I'm making money. I don't give a shit if I'm making money. Like we did, we had like a 20% profit margin. I was just like, I'm not willing to do this and I'm not willing to peak and I'm not willing to be, you know, someone's bitch. That's essentially what started what is today Leadcraft. Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Growth Everywhere. This is
1: the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs. please support us by leaving us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well. Thanks so much. Okay, everybody, today we have Scott Oldford, who is known as a master marketer and an entrepreneur. That's my kind of uh, you know easy introduction because I know Scott's world is really complex. So Scott, how's it going? Pretty good, man. Uh, How how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. So thanks for joining us. And why don't you tell us a little more about kind of, yeah, who you are and what you do, man?
0: Well, I'm definitely not a master marketer, but uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, But, uh, you know, honestly, I see myself just as an opportunist, an entrepreneur. Um, You know, I've been an entrepreneur since I was like seven selling eggs on my parents' acreage. And uh, then throughout the years, um, I actually started like programming when I was like nine, 10 years old. So I was like this fat kid with no friends living on my like basically this farm in the middle of nowhere on the Eastern Canada. So um you know, when you have no friends, um, you kind of, you, and you're a geek, you kind of end up going down that whole kind of programming thing. Um, so I did that. Then I realized I really sucked as a programmer. And then I kind of ended up in internet marketing by mistake when I'm like really young. So fast forward a few years, I'm like 16 with a team right across the world. Had no idea I was like, this was not normal. And because uh, again, didn't really have any friends. And so I was doing all this, uh, you know, internet marketing stuff. And, you know, then one day someone was like, oh, you're an entrepreneur. And I'm like, oh, what's that? So fast forward another five years, uh, epically failed three times in a row, went $726,000 in debt and not like good debt, like, you know, um, like really, really bad debt. And so I'm 21 and I've spent the last five years, honestly, uh, getting out of that kind of really just shitty situation. And uh, you know in twenty and, and things kind of turned around pretty quickly once I realized a couple of things. We'll probably get into it in a little bit. Uh, yeah, so twenty fifteen. Um, you know, in five months we did half a million. Was like, oh, this is interesting. This, this, I finally have something that works again. Uh, and then last year we did just under three million, and uh, in 2017 between the few companies that I do own, um, you know, somewhere between eight to ten million. Wow! So lot, lots of lots of growth, lots of momentum, and uh, lots of fun. So that's uh, that's pretty much uh, we're up to. And in terms of what I do, uh, I help entrepreneurs that are typically making between um, sixty thousand and half a million scale to seven figures and beyond, uh, utilizing online marketing. So we we train them how to do it. Uh, we don't help them per se in terms of doing it for them. And, um, you know, the number one thing majority of people have a problem with uh, is getting enough money when you're in that kind of like sub million dollar spot. And the easiest way to fix that is, of course, having more people that are looking at your stuff.
1: Great. Love it, man. So, I mean, what are those different lines of businesses that you have right now?
0: Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, I mean, largely, I mean, the predominant one is Leadcraft, which is our lead generation suite of products. Um, So that's, you know, the predominant. Second thing is kind of, of a bots for a business. Uh, I'm not the CEO of that. My business partner is. And so, you know, we're building bots. We only started that four or five months ago and it's done quite well thus far. So that's, you know, utilizing these new, you know, messenger bots, uh, both on Facebook and these different types of things. Uh, and then there's a, you know, a few other businesses that I don't really publicly talk about that, um, you know, I'm JV'd within and partnered within and that type of thing. Uh, and then you know I, t- I take on um, some businesses that are typically at around a million to three million, um, almost kind of in a mentorship capacity, and I help them you know grow and 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 you know, grow really really quickly. Something I'm something that I'm good at is growing things really really quickly. Uh, you know sometimes recklessly, but definitely very quickly. <laughs> Love it. Cool. So I want
1: to dive back that to that story. You know you went 726k into debt. So yep. what happened there?
0: So I mean you know I mean I I, I think it comes down to a couple of things things. Uh, number one is I'm like an 18, 19 years old. I'm an idiot. Um, you know, that's, a, that's the first one. Uh, number two, um, you know, Grant Cardone has a, or actually no, Grant Cardone has a great saying that i like to go against, you know, he talks about, um, you know, sw- uh, don't, you know, drink your lemon or uh, drink your Kool-Aid, but don't swim in it. And I mean, I was, I was like swimming in a pool of it. So I, I just, you know, there's, there's such a thing as believing in yourself too much. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if you ever read about Steve Jobs much, but you know, they always talk about, uh, his, Reality, you know, is uh, reality is distortion. field. Yeah. and uh, mine was just like epic. You know, I mean, mine was just like it was just you know out there, and it just came from like you know not failing. And I remember going to at the time I was trying to get investment, and I was going to a mentor of mine that was very very wealthy. You know, worth I don't know half a million, uh, half a billion dollars. And he's like Scott, I love the idea, I love what you know you're doing, but you've never failed before. And uh and I was like, well, well <laughs> I, you know. 18, 19 year old me was like what do you what, what do you mean i never failed before that that that's a good thing he's like no 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 you haven't failed before you don't understand what it is for failure you've you've uh, you know he's like i, I don't think you locked out but you just haven't experienced failure so come back to me once you failed and uh and so that was you know i had uh one startup that i was kind of working on which was some of this mobile ad tech um that just totally didn't go well i was invested in way too many things you know i was invested in a couple of saas companies a file security company uh a Fitness supplement company. So I had like you know I had money to basically invest in all these different types of things, and I just over I just over leveraged myself. How much money did you have to invest? um, I won't say specifically on on how much money it is, but you know it's 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 not a small is you know it's not small amount of money. Um, So I was what I was essentially doing was I had friends of mine that were putting um, you know their kind of sweat equity into it, and then I would fuel it um, with some cash. And some of it went well, some of it didn't go well. Um, You know, one of the things that did go well, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, um, uh, she was Um, uh, Gather content. It's like a SaaS for like website development. Yeah, so um, myself and James, we were the original co-founders of that. And uh, so that was actually originally my idea way, way, way back when. And uh, we partnered together and uh, that was one of the things that I didn't invest in. And uh, I sold out of it, you know, long, long, long time. You know, about, I guess, three years or four years ago now. Uh, So a lot of things like that. Um, But the problem was I didn't have focus and because I didn't have focus and I was over leveraged, I kind of came to... A complete stop when i had a lot of my money into this one um, company where we were basically our idea was essentially to put advertising on cars because i was like okay you know at some point we're going to have cars that drive themselves and we want you know let's let's create an advertising platform around this that would allow advertising on you know just regular cars and so i had about 13 14 people hired full time uh, some things happened with my business partner some things happened with the market and basically came to the fact that this wasn't going to work. Um, I never ever fired anyone really before. Like, you know, this was like an in-person team. And so instead of firing everybody when I realized that which is what I really should have done I just started bleeding like a hundred grand a month and I was like okay I'm going to turn this into an agency because I did the agency thing before mm-hmm. um, but I, I couldn't get the agency profitable fast enough so you know fast forward another like 15-16 months and that's like ble- has bled a ton of money so I basically sold that to another agency which honestly was just you know publicly the you know quote unquote version of um, yeah I sold it but in reality is like yeah I'm going to go bankrupt so you know oh. let's Let's I hear that so much from agency people. Oh yeah, it's like oh yeah, I sold. It's like no, dude, you, you know you're broke as shit, and you just you didn't have a choice. <laughs> so that that's basically what I did. I mean, I went into a partnership on that. That was the worst eleven months of my life. I mean, you know, I I can't say I was like, you know, I I have friends of mine that you know kind of suffer with depression and that type of thing, and um, or I should say former friends of mine. Um, and I saw you know some of them go through that. I, I can't say I was depressed. I'll just say that you know it's the worst place in my time. You know, I used to you know I have a hard time waking up you know ten a.m. In the morning, I used to work from like ten to four, which is like not me. I'm I, I love working, and uh, you know I'd go home and basically just get drunk and high, and just trying to like suppress the fact that like I was just living in this reality that I hated, and and I was in a ton of debt, so I was like I was trapped, right? I was like okay, I, like I'm trapped here. It's like what am I gonna do? Um, and then, uh, you know, one day I was just like, you know what, I'm having enough of this. If I have to go and like live on my parents, you know, in my, in my old bedroom, I'll have to do it. And then I basically, that was June, 2013. And so that was kind of the, you know, I guess the, the the, if if it was the origin story, I was like, okay, let's change this. Let's change up my life. Let's change up the things like, let's take a real hard look at, you know, the, uh, the, the Scott OS, the Scott operating system and look at all the things that are screwed up. And, um, and, and and look at the fact that I've been, I was really selfish and I was really egotistical and I was really, you know, all these different types of things that weren't a great, you know, my character really wasn't great. And, uh, and then I guess from there, uh, I went out and just hustled and, you know, we, we did almost a million dollars in our agency in 24, so I went back out, quit that agency. I was like, okay, you know what? I learned a lot in a digital-only agency. So we did a million in our first year, or just about a million. I was just a little bit off from a million in the first year. But then the problem was, it was the 2014. I was like, man, I hate agencies. I, I, can I swear on this? Is it cool if I yeah, swear yeah, on it? Yeah, earth? Go for it, dude. So My problem was, I didn't want to be someone's fucking bitch. <laughs> and that's what an agency is, right? And so um, and so from that end, uh, that was the end of 2014. I was just like, man, I don't want to do this. So it was the beginning of 2016. um, And again, you know, I'm pretty open with this. And uh, I ended up uh, doing. Uh, LSD for the very first time. Um, so asset, like in, in nice. very early 2016. Uh, I woke up the next morning, and within two weeks, I fired everyone at my agency, closed my agency down, sold everything I had, and moved from back in Newfoundland, which is like the eastern of Canada, to Toronto, with no idea what I was going to do with a business model, nothing. All I knew, I had like 35 dollars $40,000 in the bank. So I basically, like, after starting over again in June 2013, I was just like, I don't care if I'm making money. I don't give a shit if I'm making money. Like, we did, we had like a 20% profit margin. I. Was was just like, I'm not willing to do this and I'm not willing to peak and I'm not willing to be, you know, someone's bitch. And that's <laughs> basically, that, that's, that's essentially what started what is today lead craft, uh, from that moment of just being like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to let, you know, in some way I'm going to let, uh, what I enjoy and who I enjoy being around, um, you know, dictate my business, which is probably the worst advice I could ever give to anybody else. Um, and I guess my own, uh, my only unfair advantage is the fact that, you know, I was a I've been an entrepreneur my entire life, and I have been in a lot of businesses, and I've had a lot of successes, had a lot of failures, and I think it was just like waking up in the morning being like, you know what, I have enough confidence to know it's going to be okay.
1: Love it. So, you know, you you took the LSD, you became Scott Jobs for a little bit, and then uh, <laughs> you decided to make the move. I love it, man. And when you were doing the agency, you
0: said it was doing, you know, a little less than a million. How many employees did you have? Uh, they were all contractors, but one, two, three, four, f- like five, maybe six at the maximum. Got it. Okay. Great. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I mean, OK, so everything goes into goes into lead craft. You know, I mean, so lead craft, what is it exactly and, and how does it work? How do you charge people? How do you make money?
0: Well, yes, I mean, basically what ended up happening is really, <laughs> really funny. So, um, you know, those kind of moments where you're like, you just totally reject an idea without ever thinking about it. Like you, you just like your world beliefs just are so strongly oriented around it where you're just like F that. I'm just, I'm not into that. So somebody, uh, this was April of when I moved up to Toronto. So somebody, so I was, th- took some people on just to like, advise them and that type of thing. Honestly, just enough money to like, you know, keep a roof over my head. And I was just trying to do business models, trying to figure out what I was going to do. Uh, also had a podcast at the time, which was, you know, uh, you know the hustle that podcasts are; they're they're not easy. Um, and uh, but I, I got connected with some cool influencers and so on and so forth. So, anyways, April, someone asked me, Scott, you know a ton about online marketing, which is true. And uh, it just so happens, I was great at marketing, but I sucked at everything else, like finance, operations. You know everything else that it takes to build a company, I just sucked at so bad. And uh, they were like, you know what, can you teach me? And I was just like, I'm not a teacher. I'm just like I, I never went to university. I never went to college. And besides that, those that can't do teach. And, and that's that's the only like that was my limiting belief. And maybe that's still true. Who knows? But I'm making a lot of money doing it. Um, but uh, regardless, that was a moment where I was like, OK, you know what? Let's see. And so I, I disregarded. It. I was like, no, nope, I'm not going to do this. And uh, then a weekend goes by and I'm pretty sure I tripped acid again because I do a lot. <laughs> I do LSD a lot, actually. I'm a huge, I'm a huge advocate of microdosing and, and all those different types of things. And so then basically what happened, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to see if I can get people to do this. So I wrote a two-page Google document, still got it to this day. And it was basically like, hey, listen, I have no idea what this is going to turn into, but I want to help your business with, with online marketing. So I got, I asked 20, I think it was 26 people, 22 people said yes to $1,100. I literally, this was me like messaging people I just knew on Facebook Messenger, okay? So I made like 26 or $27,000 Canadian at the time. Nice. And I started doing this and I was like, man, this is interesting. Now, it just so happened that I was on Entrepreneur on Fire that next month, like so I had recorded two months before and I was on Entrepreneur on Fire and the, the CTA was like, hey, listen, let's get on a 15 minute phone call because like at the time I wasn't guarding my time like I do today. And so I ended up like, I woke up one morning, I had like 100 calls and I was like, oh, well, I guess that entrepreneur on fire thing dropped. And, uh, and it was really funny because I was just, I just did another episode on with John there last month. I was talking about the story and that made me over a hundred grand. Like that, po- that one podcast made me over a hundred grand. Um, and from there, I basically built what is this lead craft program which helps an entrepreneur go through um, this kind of with support. So it's not just a content program because I don't believe in just content. It's like content support training the roadmap to being able to implement uh, really effectively generation for businesses that don't have a lot of money on ad spend. So one of the biggest problems that I saw was majority of people are like, add to webinar. And I'm like, like okay, come on. Like, listen, at the end of the day, if some, like, there's way too many people out there, we got 5 million advertisers on Facebook, we got all these different types of things against us. Our cost per click's gone up significantly. We got all these things against us. As small business owners, if you don't have, you know, hundreds of dollars a day or thousands of dollars a day to be able to spend on advertising, it's really difficult to be able to get traction. And so this just goes back to the buyer awareness. We have the sidewalk, to slowing, the fast lane. We have three different levels of awareness And so we built, um, and then this is how I essentially got the traction behind um, my clients at the time and myself so that instead of it being, okay, an ad going to a webinar, it's like a guide or a quiz going to a video series or a challenge or an ebook going to a webinar or a video sales letter or a sales page. So it's like a three-tiered marketing funnel that pulls people instead of pushes people. So it's like if they don't engage with the guide, we don't bring them to the next piece. We just kind of nurture them. And if they go to the, uh, the challenge and they don't engage, then we don't push our sale on. Them, we pull them towards us. We illuminate instead of trying to just pull them, pull that, or sorry, push them, push them, push them. Um, So that's essentially what ended up happening. And now this has kind of created um, this massive following, this massive success, uh, not, you know, not around us or me, but more so around the fact that like entrepreneurs do this and online marketing finally clicks for them when one of the biggest problems I see with a lot of the online marketing that's being taught, it's not about the people teaching it. It's about the fact that the people teaching it are using it with businesses that have budgets. And when you try to translate online marketing from people that have budgets, like people like, you know, I spend, you know easy six figures every single month on on paid advertising, what I can do is very different than someone that can only pay, you know, 500 bucks a month or whatever it may be. So we found some really, really great success into that. And that's the market we serve are the people that, you know, have uh, at the range of 60K to a quarter million, half a million, and they want something that works and they want to be able to scale. So that's really what it is. And uh, that's the program. Cool.
1: And how much, how much
0: does it cost? So we got a 1K, 4K, and 12K version. So basically, 1K is, uh, you know, you, you get some help and some support inside plus the content. 4K, we actually, you know, help you a little bit. We assist you a little bit. And then the 12K, we actually uh, help you, you know, our entire team will help you, you know, write the landing pages. We'll help you write the email streams. We'll help you plan out the webinar, help you, you know, put it, you know, we'll get on Zoom with you and, um, you know, help you put on your Facebook ads or whatever it may be. Cool. Uh, so, so that's the business model.
1: So 12K is more, you know, execution.
0: Yeah, like we won't do it for you. Like we, we don't do it for you. Um, but we uh, we will very much uh, help you kind of along got it. So it's kind of, it's kind of like done with you. I'll never get back and do the agency stuff. Uh, and I'll never do that. (laughs) Cool. So yeah, I mean, you know, what's interesting. So there's a lot of people out there that sell courses
1: for, you know, one or two K or so, but you know, when you have something out there for 12 K, how does it work? Do you typically get them on the phone or just say, Hey, go to this landing page and buy. How does that look?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, I mean, it's going to be hard to go get someone to pay $12,000 off of a landing page. I mean, you know, uh, if you can do that, then, um, you're definitely amazing at sales. But in our case, um, our close rate is, above 80% on the phone wow so we're, we're really big on pre-qualification up front um, basically it's like if you're not getting on this phone call without buying <laughs> right and so I'm huge on uh, I actually have a guide I'll actually send it over to you afterwards kind of yeah. high. T- it, it kind of shows our methodology on this so the biggest problem is here's what majority of people do majority of people do a webinar and then on the back of it um, you know they'll get you know 20% of the people on the webinar to sign up to a, a strategy call and then 20% of those people will buy I don't want a sales team maybe it's a limiting belief I just don't want to manage a sales team. And I don't want, I believe in relevancy. I have a book coming out, it's called relevancy. I believe the fact that we have one or two chances of being able to show a relevant offer to someone. And after that, they're going to look elsewhere, right? We, We have a limited amount of attention to be able to give an offer that seems relevant. And if we do not do it at the right time and at the right place with the right message, with the right price price point, with the right pain point, we're going to screw ourselves. And this is why majority of people can't convert. The, the you know, majority of people can only convert two or 3% of the leads that come in the door. And this is the problem. I'm all about let's convert as many people as possible. Because remember, I had very little money to be able to make this happen. I had a $12,000 credit card for my girlfriend that I was using to spend on Facebook ads. And I basically reverse engineered this entire methodology because it was like, I either do this, or I'm screwed. So from that point, um, we get people on the phone. We, we basically bring people through uh, a guide. We got a couple of different guides. They go to uh, a web, they may go to a webinar. It depends on their engagement rate. If they have a high engagement rate, they'll go directly to a twenty minute, twenty six minute VSL uh, where it's kind of me talking. If uh, their engagement rate is lower, where we think we need to sell it more, they'll go to a webinar, and then from there they'll go get they'll basically go through a strategy form. Uh, it takes about 40 minutes to fill out. It gets manually reviewed by one of our team members. We reject as many people as we possibly can, and then we get them on the phone. And then from the phone call, we basically say, Hey, okay, cool. Do you want to work with us? And keep in mind, um, this is not something that's scaled. We don't do like, you know, 100 plus of these on a monthly basis. We want to make sure our success rate is really, really, really high. So even if somebody wants to do it, we want to make sure they have a real business model because we know, we know, majority of people that are at 100K, 200K, they have no business model. They're flying by the seat of their pants. And if they don't have a, a real offer in a real business, I don't want anything to do with them. Got it. Okay.
1: So, you know, you're, it sounds like you're segmenting people down based on engagement, right? And then, uh, you
0: know, the 12K, definitely you get them on the phone. Do you get them on the phone for 4K as well? No, 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 no. We uh, we basically sell the 1K and then we sell that after. So you can't actually see that product. if Like there's no webinar for that product. There's no nothing for that product. Got we it. get them in the program. Say, listen, if you want this, 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 uh, in this extra level of help, uh, here you go. Okay. And that's, uh, that's how we do that one. Cool. So it's one K and then like, here, here's this other stuff if you want it. You got it. You got it. And so basically the, the four K is a good upsell and it's a good downsell from our 12 K. So that's, that's basically, and then, uh, we're, we're actually baiting right now an accelerator, um, which is going to be, uh, 10 K for 90 days. Um, so that's for somebody that already has a marketing funnel that's working. They just kind of really, 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 really want to grow from there. And majority of entrepreneurs just don't know how to grow quickly, um, for whatever reason. And you, you kind of look at, it, you see some people and they just like grow like wildfire and then other entrepreneurs it's like you know they can barely get 20 percent you know year on year growth and it's like okay wh- why right and so um so that's 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 our job there so it's not like a mastermind it's more like 90 days get in here's the one thing you're going to do in 90 days that's going to you know drive significant growth in the business so that's that's what our business model that's what our business is based on um at least today
1: Great. Yeah. You know, j- just so, so all the marketing nerds on this podcast, uh, you know, I think everyone on this podcast that's listening to this podcast should add Scott as a friend on Facebook just to see. I was telling Scott before we even got started that he's perpetually top of mind. Um, he's always posting, you know, content on, on Facebook every day and it's actually good stuff, right? The updates that you're writing are actually really good. And the thing is, you know, we talk about funnels and things like that. I've had other people on the show that have talked about this stuff, but when I look at yep. your stuff, it's actually really well done and it's really well thought out, right? So how did you, you know, where do you go to continually get better at that, you know, at this stuff? Because it's, it's it's so well refined.
0: Um, I, you know, there's four things in life that I really re- like really make me happy. Freedom, ev- or freedom, evolution, innovation and creation. OK, so um, the only reason that I've gotten the momentum I've gotten is because I just do not care about failing. I fail way more than I succeed. Like I would say that 90% of what I do on a daily basis, like 90% of everything I do fail, like 90% of everything I do, every campaign, every, every anything. And, uh, and I set myself up for that failure right? Because I, I, I do things that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I, I basically set myself up for a, a continuation of many failures, right? So I don't bet big anymore. So I don't, you know, I don't make big bets where it's like, okay, if this doesn't work, I'm screwed. Um, it's why I don't, it's why I don't like and don't enjoy launches. Um, so why is it refined? Or why is it the way that it is? It's just because I've done it so many times. It's just like, you just do Once you do something over and 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 over again, you don't have a choice, but to like get good at it. Um, I mean, in terms of inspiration, that type of thing, i'll be honest with you i don't follow I, I i don't have many marketers as friends um i try to stay away from like marketers as friends to be totally honest because you know we'll, we'll just end up circle jerking each other um you know uh. for me for me I, I like i look at i look outside of my industry i look at people that aren't famous uh, that aren't known for like my ideas um and you know I, I maybe maybe it's stupid but i don't like i put my blinders on and uh, I let my I let my microdosing and my LSD and my trips into the cosmos uh, take care of my inspiration and my uh, creativity. Um, and and you know I don't know if that's unique or or it is or it's not. I have no idea. Um, but for me, it's just you know I, I think a lot of people complicate marketing in ways that it doesn't need to be complicated. I think a lot of people. Um, you know, don't think about the fact of who they're actually serving and who their customers are. I think a lot of the time, too, um, we just got to realize, I I don't care if something's working. Like, I want it to work better. I want it to work better and better and better and better. And I got no problem, you know, taking a webinar that's working amazingly well and just doing like creating it from scratch and kind of going against that. So um, I think it's just this uh, adoption of the idea that iteration and innovation, iteration is one of the same of innovation and that uh, we can always do better and we can always do more and you know the ideas that are a little bit crazy um, are the ones that give us a lot of the momentum so I mean I think that I think that's it man you should I mean my program originally was called the infinitus business growth program like IBGP it sounded like a fucking virus Uh Um, and and so you know it didn't have the sexy name it didn't have the sexy graphics it you know the amount of times that I've talked about the SSF method probably is like 20 30,000 times so when I talk about it now it's a lot easier than you know two and a half years ago when I was like ah awareness level you know you You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, it's like anything you do over and over and over again, you're just going to get good at it. And plus I've been doing this shit for like 17 years. If I'm not good at at this point, like I'm fucked as a human being. Um, So, you know, that's, that's kind of my belief. I really truly believe it. Like it's at least 10 years to get good at something at least 15, 10, 15 years. And you know, you look at the Gary Vander you look at all the like people that have just like, the, it feels like infinite, uh, in, in, like just limitless amounts of like knowledge. It's because of the fact that they've been doing this game for such a long time, which is why um, you know, anyone that's starting out that's in their first two or three or four or five years, it's like, you know, like, oh, why, why isn't this going faster? Or like, you look at somebody else and be like, man, how are they so smart? Or how are they doing well, all these different types of things? Man, you know, just just patience is, is the game of entrepreneurship. Like if you can just wait it out, you just persevere and just wait it out. You'll become successful. Did anybody ever tell you that you have a great radio voice? Yeah, they do actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been, I've been told that like many and many and many times. It's really funny. Cause like, I don't like listening to myself. I remember I having a, like I had a podcast for like a year and a half, um, which actually was a lot of fun, but it was just, you know, it was just a little bit of a time drain and, and, and there's better things I can do from an ROI perspective. And, uh, and yeah, I, I used to get that a lot, but I, like, I would never listen to my own episodes, you know what I mean? So like, one of the things I do, anytime I do anything, I, I got this kind of hack, I read this about Tony Robbins one time, um, and, and you know, after every single time, of, every speech, he gets a transcript and he reads it. So I do that almost every every everything I do, I always uh, get the transcript, and I like basically read it back to myself, being like, okay, you know, how can I improve, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, I'll never listen to my own voice because it's just like, you know, uh, nails on a chalkboard. On the same but, way. Uh, but I, I think pre- it's a human thing. Pre- it's a human yeah, psychology it is a, thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know what? It's it, it probably a good thing because like, I might be just like, I might be too in love with my, like, I got a pretty big ego and I'm way too confident as it is. So if I liked my own voice, it might actually be a scary thing and I might actually love myself a little too much, you know?
1: <laughs> Fair enough. So I want to dive back into, I mean, you know, the Facebook post that, you know, you're, you're basically, you're spending a lot of time writing this stuff or it, it At least you're putting thought into it every single day. So, can you talk about what you're doing there and what it's done for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's really funny because I, you know, I I, uh, someone was interviewing for me for like Inc. or Fortune or I don't know one of those um, the other day, and they were like, you know. Same, same thing like you. They're like, man, you know, I, I read everything you post on Facebook. You do such a good job at, like, getting engagement and everything else. Um, you, you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My strategy for Facebook, I could probably make seven figures a year just from my Facebook feed at this point. Just my, like, regular personal Facebook feed. Um, I do my personal Facebook feed not as a business thing, Um. It's more of when I'm inspired, you know, uh, if I see something or I hear something or I listen to a song or I had a conversation or, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, like my Facebook and, and and you know, a lot of people love this. It's, it's kind of like for me, writing on Facebook the way I do is a form of therapy, a, a form of being able to get my thoughts out. Um, and. I don't really ever post with the intention of business.
1: Just to give people some context, I mean, like, what's an example of a post that you'd, you'd have out there so people can visualize
0: it? I don't know. Like, I think there was one the other day that was like, you know, talking about the fact, like, you know, it, here, it's, I'm going to open it up here. while you you talk, yeah. I'll open it up. Yeah, like you know, it's kind of I don't know. there's one the other day is like, here's my you know, here's my X step plan to getting to one million dollars a month in revenue by the end of the year. You know, that was that was like one, and and, and you know, there's another one um, that. It had a lot of, you know, it ended up a little bit controversial. Uh, you know, I was talking about LSD. I was talking about, I'm in an open relationship, so I have two girlfriends. And I was talking about all these things that are like, you know, a little bit stretching people's world's view a little bit. Um, but I just kind of like, I, you know, I, I might be on the toilet. I might be in bed. Or I might be whatever. Um, I just write whatever's on my mind. I don't filter it. I don't re you know, reread it. I just push the post button. And then anything that like gets a lot of traction or I get a lot of messages or whatever, I'll like send it to my team and be like, hey, listen, let's turn this into some real content and like put it through our distribution channel. Cause like, you know, we got like 5,000 friends and like 4,000 followers. So like that, not that many people actually see it. Um, like, you know, less than 10,000 people actually see that anything that's on my Facebook, you know, versus email list, all these different types of things. And so it's almost like a testing area for me where I just, it's it's a creative outlet and a a way for me to, you know, um, you know, publicly kind of test ideas and concepts and, uh, and, and that type of thing. And for whatever reason, and I have some theories, but for whatever reason, Facebook puts me on the top of most people's Facebook feed.
1: Yeah. So, I I mean, you're definitely on top of mine all the time and I don't know how, um, So you know, here's here's one example of the post, right? You you know, eight hours ago you wrote something about the prediction in the next four years, you know how you know internet marketing, e-learning, training, whatever will evolve. And I just highlighted it. It's a it's 1,300 words. It's basically a it's basically a blog post, right? And then your engagement is insane on it too. It's what 42 people like it, but a, a ton more people, or not maybe not more, but a lot of people are commenting on it as well. I
0: got I got I actually got two clients from that post so far today. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's really interesting because, um, you know, Facebook, the way that they're doing the likes and comments now, they're actually, they've changed the algorithm in the last seven days, uh, which is a, you know, a conversation for a full other time. Um, and, and they're basically, they've changed it from, uh, they're changing it. So they're actually getting people to comment versus like, and they're actually giving people different content based on getting them to comment because if they comment, the time on the site will be higher and the number of ads they can show is higher because right now they're, they're blocked. Like they have no more ad space. So now they're actually tinkering with the algorithm and utilizing artificial intelligence to know who's going to engage with what so they can stay on the site. And now this used to be an ads only, but now it's in the actual Facebook feed. So you'll actually see uh, majority. And, and this is another thing. Almost all my money is made from my lurkers, not the people that I actually engage. Right. Almost all my money. Right. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll have people contact me be like, man, you know, dude, that post like changed my life or dude, this is like, wow, like I want to help, you know, I want you to help me, blah, 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 blah. And uh, and it's really interesting because like, you know, I, I do I do six figures, six figures plus a month in, in you know, kind of one on one work uh, with people and every single one. I don't have any funnel for that. Like you can't like, there's no funnel online. There's no sales page. There's nothing. Every single one, every single dollar I make of that has come through my uh, personal Facebook page, and it's just simply because of the fact of whatever I post on there.
1: Love it. Cool, man. Well, I want to dive into some other stuff. I mean, you know, we can talk about we nerd out on this stuff all day, but I think there's one more thing to nerd out on, and it's bots, and that's something you've been talking about quite a bit, so you want to you want to jump into it? Yeah, man. Great. Yeah. So, what? I mean, what's working around bots? What are bots? What are you doing right now?
0: Well, you know what? Here, here's the really kind of interesting thing when it comes to, you know, bots and, and, and these different, because, you know, initially, I thought bots were going to be a little bit of a, like, a fad a little bit of a trend that type of thing i mean I, I would you know you know how it is like every everything everyone loves jumping on the next bandwagon everyone's like oh well you know this is the coolest thing since sliced bread and um i try to focus as much as possible not try to just you know ride waves every day and so this just kind of kept coming up and so then back in uh when was it back in march i was like you know what um, so, uh, Katya, which is, uh, my girlfriend, um, but she's also my business partner. So I was like, you know what, do you want to like, do you want to be a CEO of a new company? And I was like, I, you know, I got this idea and I think this bot things is going to have a bigger, you know, I think this is big. I think bots are going to replace websites. I think bots are going to replace a lot of what we see in day-to-day life. And today they're very simple, but they'll, uh, you know, they will evolve. So we ended up starting that. I mean, you know what is this? We started in Mar- We started mid-March, so March, April, May, June. So we we're four months into it. Um, I, I, I honestly, off the top of my head, I don't know how much revenue we, we might. We've probably almost done half a million in four months, um, and just selling training and done free bots. And so that business has been really, really interesting. But, you know, what, what's more interesting is the customers and the clients we have in terms of doing these bots. Uh, you know, I, I've never seen engagement like this ever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't get to enjoy, like, the, the days of one cent clicks on Google and, you know, 80% open rates on emails. Right. And, you know all, all the good days. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was too young for that shit. So... I'm getting to enjoy that stuff. And I mean, you know, we, we had one webinar where we used a bot to qualify people at the end of it. We had 1,100 leads and we closed $400,000 in booked revenue. Now, keep in mind, booked, not earned. So, booked revenue means that we'll make that revenue over the next 12 calendar months. All right. So, just just, just making that a difference because most people don't say that. And you're like, oh, my God, just made 400 grand. It's like, no, uh, we need to earn that. But um, so, you know, that's one way we did it. Um, and what kind of engagement open- rates
1: are you seeing right now? Or I guess we're just 80, about to dump it 90,
0: down. 80, yeah. yeah, 80, 90% over open rates, 30, 40, 50% click rates. I mean, just honestly, I've never seen anything like it. You know what I mean? And, and, and people are actually buying from it. You know, people are actually buying from that. Like that's a cool thing. Like we set out, um, we did a messenger blast, uh, like a messenger sequence, a natural language sequence for our course before we even did it. So we, we sent it in on a Friday and we made, I think it was almost $20,000 we made in 24 hours. It, it didn't even have a sales page. It literally was just a buy now button for like three ninety seven or four ninety seven, And, uh, that was one of those moments where I was like, wow, this is huge. Cause I, I had the theory that it was a great engagement platform, but there was no way we we're going to be able to get people to buy. Um, and right now I get more people to sign up to my webinars than I, do do via email via my messenger bots and give my my messenger bot list is like less than 5k our email list is like 40 50k and we have more people to sign up to our webinars via the Messenger bot than email. And you just blast them whenever, you know, the webinar is happening? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, we do we do a lot of, like, segmenting and, like, that type of thing inside of that. So we don't, like, send it out to everybody. We look at engagement. We look at what they actually post. I mean, one of the things that you can't do with these Messenger bots is use, like, email. So, you know, the way that I always do it is I'll send it up and like, hey, we're doing a webinar about, I don't know, next week we're doing an email or a webinar about webinars, okay? And be like, hey, do you use webinars or do you want to use webinars in your business? And it would be like, yes or no. I'm like, yes. Awesome. Sweet. Well, you know, uh, I've done over 300 webinars in the past two years and we've generated millions of dollars in revenue and we're going to be doing a new live training on Thursday. Um, You know, are you available at that time? And if they say yes, then we put them into it. If they say no, I'll be like, well, listen, you know, you can register and just want to let you know that we're going to have a replay. So if you can't make it there, if you if you let me know, I'll send you the replay once it happens. And then they say yes. I mean, sweet. So then I tag them as so. And if they say yes, you say, awesome? Cool. Well, listen, uh, you know, I have you registered. So they don't even have to register It's literally just boom. Cool. Uh, So I've tagged them as like awesome. And then what I'll do is I'll do a little quick one minute video being like explaining what's going to be there and why they need to be there live. Now, here's what's cool. Of the people that, you know, show up rates, typical, you know, they're like really low right now, by, especially by email, about 10 to 15% right now, down way more than they were a year or two ago. And we've seen show up rates as far as 60, 70% of the people that engage utilizing the messenger bot versus email. Wow. So yeah, just huge. And I mean, like, that's a lot of dollars and cents. And then, of course, the beautiful thing is, is that I can engage with them and I can follow up with them after. So I can go back and be like, hey, were you on the webinar today? Um, and they can say yes or no. And if they say yes, awesome, sweet. Well, you know, as you know, we, you know, we just, uh, we introduced this or we did that or whatever. And so that for the next few days, so if you have any questions, just push the reply button and let me know. And then I can follow up and, you know, I can do a quick video and be like, Hey, you know, um, it's me here, blah, blah, blah. And so it's a really cool way to engage with people where you can use audio and video and all these different types of things. And people love it. People love the experience of it. You know, like our unsubscribe rate is just as low as email which is amazing because you would think that like, you know, you know, kind of interrupting them would be really, really obtrusive. And I guarantee you, I've seen some marketers just totally screw up. They're just utilizing it like email. And I don't understand why they're doing it. I really hope they stop it because they're going to burn people. But if you use it properly, you can be ultra relevant to somebody and you can collect a lot of cool information about someone basically making a conversation. You got it, man. People love conversations. People love talking, you know, and people love the fact that like it's instantaneous. Oh, you know, almost instantaneous replies. Like, you know, my, I got to, A couple of my support uh, team members on there. And man, I mean, you know, it's 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 amazing. Like it really is. I mean, I'm not I'm not advocating, you know, that email's gone away. Like I, I, I don't collect I collect an email address as well as the messenger bot. So typically how I get people to sign up, I basically use the messenger bot as a as an upgrade. Content upgrade, so it's like, hey, cool, awesome! You just got our guide. If you want this other thing that's really going to help you, you can get it via messenger. Uh, so it's kind hard. of, like, it's got, yeah, because I want the highest engaged people, not the lowest engaged people, and I want the, I want three things: I want the email, I want the pixel, and I want the messenger bot. Because with the pixel, I know exactly who they are and what, and, and I can engage them and retarget them. With the email address, I can get you know twenty, thirty percent open rates, and then with the messenger bot, I can engage them and properly be in front of them consistently.
1: Love it, awesome! You know we could go on all day, but. Uh, we have to work towards sure. wrapping up. Just got a couple more questions for you. So sure. you talked about micro dosing. Can you kind of describe what that is and, and you know, how you got
0: started doing it? Um, you know, I'll be honest with you, um, I started I started uh, utilizing uh, LSD, LSD changed my life, I'm a huge advocate of it, uh, so January 25th, 2015 maybe, yeah, 2015, 2015, yeah, 26, yeah, 2015, and um, I was actually at a sex club in Toronto, like, it was not a, like, it was definitely not one of those situations where it was, you know, it, it was not a, it, it was not a situation where it was like, okay, I'm gonna do this for business, um, but it evolved into that very quickly, and I ended up, you know, doing LSD almost, um, two to three times a month. And, uh, then it kind of got to a point and I started microdosing. started kind of, you know, some friends of mine that also do this and, uh, you know, kind of the benefits of micro dosing on a day to day basis. I'm not microdosing. dosing. I haven't micro for two weeks actually right now, but, um, but you know typically I do it like two or three times a week so I do it for creativity I do it for anytime in strategy mode uh or anytime I'm you know if I know I'm gonna be you know if I do like a day of like back-to-back interviews and that type of thing like today I, I haven't really done interviews and that type of thing I haven't really been feeling like I needed it um but the beautiful thing about microdosing is there's no you don't have any listen we all have filters you know what I mean like there, there's at some level I'm gonna filter anything you know what I mean like you know people are always like oh I'm gonna be authentic or I'm gonna be whatever it's like listen at the end of the day we all have filters the beautiful thing about is it kills the filter. And, uh, you know, I've profited greatly from just being who I am. And I was miserable when I wasn't who I was. Uh, because, I, you know, not that many years ago, I was trying to be somebody. Right. And now it's like, you know, I'm, I'm being myself. And LSD helped me through that. LSD helped me with creativity, LSD helped me with inspiration, LSD helped me honestly, you know, take the filtering and take all the things that were crappy about me, you know, all the things that just were not built me as a, you know, were not good from a character perspective. And it allowed me to evolve uh, to the human being that I am today. Uh, and, and very much changed my life around and uh, and just kind of see this world as just a you know a, a, a beautiful place and a, a wonderful place and a place that i want to be able to you know help make better versus just kind of waking them up in the morning and being like oh what's it what's in it for me how do i make money so uh, it was a really interesting experience for me and, and that's that's you know that's my personal journey and i don't think it's for everybody um but it, you know if you're somebody that wants uh you know to to grow quickly and effectively and um you really kind of want a super charge your life and you don't want the normal then um i think it's a it's it's a great potential path
1: what's a microdose look like in relation to a regular dose how what's the difference
0: it's like a sliver of like if you were to like doing a tab of acid it would be like one tenth of it ah got it okay cool yeah so it's like a a super small and you know every once in a while if you know because i don't do um i don't do like drops like use if you do it properly you would do a drop but, uh, you know, I don't have. I'm not that advanced. Um, and uh, and so, you know, every once in a while, I'll like, you know, I'll take the scissors out because that's how I basically do it. And just like, you know, cut up a regular one. <laughs> and every once in a while, you'll just got to cut it a little too thick. And like at uh-huh. the time, you're just like you're just like, screw it, fuck it, like whatever. And and there's been a, definitely a couple of times where it's like, you know, three or four hours later, be like, I think I took a little too much. I think today is going to be a super extra creative day. Um, so, you know, but it's all funny games. I mean, here's the beautiful thing. Most people, I, I'm a, I'm going to really like I, the most I, I, out of everything in my life that I'm proud of, um, because there's I mean, there's not very much that I kind of pat myself on the back. Like I'm not a, one of those people that are like, oh, I'm going to celebrate because um, I have a big vision. I have a big goals in my life. But the most thing I'm proud of is the fact that I've been able to build a successful company while being exactly who I am and talking exactly who I am and not you know, covering things up or trying to like, be like, oh, well, that's not going to resonate with, you know, my people or whatever it may be. And, um, and, and I think that's probably, honestly, that's what I'm most proud of is I can be exactly who I am, work with exactly who I want to. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like me. There's a lot of people don't agree with my worldviews and all these different things. A lot of people are like, you know, Scott, you're polarizing. Um, but you know, the more that I am myself, the more money I make, even though I'm not trying to even make more money. Uh, And it's a really cool place where it's like, you know, you, you really you really truly know you're at true north when you're at that point. Love it.
1: Yeah. Screw what everyone else thinks. Right. I mean, you either uh, you know, I, I think polarizing, I, I think, that, you know, there's a good thing about polarizing, right. You either love them or you hate them. Um, so, you know, I'm one of your, I'm one of your big fans. So, you know, you have me supporting Thanks, man. you. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a weird thing. Cause like, you know, nobody wants to be hated. I was a fat kid that used to be like, you know, picked on when I was a kid. And so, you know, um, this kind of whole new world of like having people that actually hate you. Um, and like, you know, it, it happens at, at a certain point where, you know, even, even people you respect start hating you. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult to kind of work through at first, but then it's like, you know what, at the end of the day, I'm going to serve who resonates with me. And, you know, um, if people like me, I'm fucked because you either need to love me or you need to hate me anywhere in between. You're just kind of mediocre.
1: True. All right, man. Two more questions. So what's one new tool that you've added in the last year that's added a lot of value? So, you know, um, I'm going to take the bot away so you can't use many chat or you can't use (laughs) chat.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, the um, I'll, I'll, I'll use this, um, a piece of paper, okay, and, and, and this is new, really new. And I plan my days, and I said a while ago, I want four things in my life, freedom, evolution, uh, innovation, and creation. And I plan my days so I have almost equal amount of to-dos or tasks or things to do of all those four things. Because if I do that, I have the most fulfilling, happiest, most just amazing days that, you know, I get at the end of the day and I could almost cry about how amazing that day was. And, uh, that's a two, I, and I think we all have those four things and I think they're all different. And, uh, for me, ever since I started doing this, um, it's been, it's been life changing. I've gotten way more done and I, I'm at the end of the day and I'm just, I'm so excited about the day and I'm so excited about life. And, uh, I think it's about balancing those things that are important to you because if you balance them properly, you don't care about the money. You just you just love waking up in the morning just to just to do what you're meant to do. And you know what the beautiful thing is, if you have all those four things, you know, I think we all have different purposes at different times in life. And, you know, if you're listening to this, maybe you're not doing what you know what it is you exactly love in life. But I guarantee you, if you do those four things and you kind of think about your life with those four things and make your decisions with those four things, you can have a job you even hate. And if you do it in this way, uh, you know, I can't guarantee you, you'll love it, but you'll love it a heck of a lot more. Uh, and and, and you, you know true north will probably you know find itself so that's a tool old school old school technology um but that's been life-changing to me man love
1: it what are the four again
0: uh for me it's innovation evolution uh freedom and uh evolution she was evolution hold on let me get my piece of paper I Freedom, creation, innovation, evolution.
1: Love it. Yeah, those are, those sound like core values too.
0: Yeah, dude. They're definitely my, yeah, I mean, they're definitely my core value. Is this kind of like, you know, if I don't, if I don't do a, I do like these little masterminds and that type of thing. And if I don't do them like every like six or eight weeks, like, um, just bring people around me. And that's the thing. I just get like, I start getting depressed because you know, this online world really sucks from a perspective of like being in a room with like people that kind of, you know, you get and they get you, you know,
1: totally. So final question, what's one must read book you'd recommend to everyone?
0: Dude, I'm the wrong person to talk about, but I don't really read Um, Go with a podcast, go with a blog that you like, but, but, but I'll, I'll give you two books that changed my life. Um, I've only, I probably only read four, but, um, First one, um, The Freak Shell Inherit the Earth by Chris Brogan, my good friend Chris. Um, changed That book changed my life. That book was the beginning of me falling in love with who I truly was versus um, what I tried to be. Um, the second book by MJ DeMarco, The Millionaire Fastlane. And uh, I don't know how many times I've read that book when I was broke. Uh, But of course, the sidewalk slowing fast lane, I borrowed that for, you know, the SSF method that I talk about sidewalk slowing fast lane for lead generation. He talks about it from a financial perspective. So almost, you know, completely entirely unrelated. Um, But that book um, was very, very, very uh, life changing for me. So two of those books by far um, the best books uh, that from a from a level of um, changing my life at the right time. Great.
1: Love it, man. Well, Scott, this has been incredible. Uh, you can see we've talked for, what, like 50 minutes here already, but uh, what's the best way for people to find you online?
0: Uh, you know what? Google me or Facebook me or whatever it may be, um, and uh, you know, I'll start retargeting you and all those other types of things. I kind of joke, I'm, I'm kind of like, as soon as you start like getting in my world, I'm kind of like herpes. You can't get rid of me. Um, <laughs> so, so but, 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 but thankfully not the painful kind, uh, the kind that makes you lots of money. So uh, with that said, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you listening to this for the 50 minutes that you've been here. And, uh, with, with, with that, um, you know, wherever you're to or whatever you're doing, I think, I think one of the best pieces, if someone could have gave this to me 15 years ago, entrepreneurship and success comes into having patience, determination, and just being obsessed with the process versus the result. And, uh, so whoever you are that you're listening to this, uh, remember that. Cause, uh, if you remember that success, you know, takes a lot less time than if you kind of, you know, are just obsessed about the result. And Eric, thank you so much for having me on here. And I'm looking forward to getting to know you more, man.
1: Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to this episode of growth everywhere. If you loved what you heard, be sure to head back to growtheverywhere.com for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on next week's value packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your
0: week and remember to take action and continue growing.